What she needed was a breath of winter's fresh air to clear the old worries from her mind. Wending her way slowly around the perimeter of the dance floor, Rob reached the hall's entrance and stepped into the deserted foyer. As she reached for her cloak, a hand covered hers, and a voice behind her said, Daniel Eve, bright angel. Great Bruce's ghost, Rob cried, startled. She whirled around and found herself staring into piercing grey eyes, and they belonged to the black-clad stranger. Like a proper English lady, Rob steeled herself against his smouldering look and tried to withdraw her hand, but the stranger refused to release her. When he spoke, his sensuously husky voice conspired with his disarming grey-eyed gaze to hold her in thrall. If my unworthy hand profanes your angelic shrine, the stranger said, consider my lips as pilgrims to smooth the roughness of my touch. At that, he pressed his warm lips to her hand and then gifted her with a devastating smile. Enchanted by his chivalrous speech and gesture, Rob ignored the fluttering riot in the pit of her stomach and returned his smile in kind. She felt safe enough. Some part of her mind heard the northern accent that announced his identity as her brother's Edinburgh acquaintance. Out of habit, she hid her left hand within the folds of her gown. You do wrong your hand, gentle Scotsman, Rob told him. With true devotion do pilgrims' hands touch statues of angels and saints. Tis the way they kiss. Dinny pilgrims and angels and saints have lips, the stranger asked, inching closer. For prayer. Why didn't we let lips do what hands do, he suggested, in a seductive whisper. His face came dangerously close, and he lightly brushed his lips across hers. Shocked and excited, Rob kept her eyes open. The oh-so-gentle touch of his lips on hers sent a heated shiver coursing down her body to the tips of her toes. The delicious sensation ended in an instant. What possessed her? She had an unwanted husband in the Highlands and a would-be betrothed at court. How did she dare stand in her uncle's foyer and allow this stranger a liberty she denied both husband and suitor? Your holy lips have absolved mine of sin, the stranger teased, drawing her attention from troubling thoughts. Do my lips now possess your sin? Rob asked with a smile. God forbid, he said. Give me back my sin again. He moved to capture her mouth with his own, but Rob held him off with the palm of her right hand pressed against his chest. My lord, I do protest, but not overly much. The stranger reached down, and capturing her hands in his own, brought them to his lips.